Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen, this is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. Hey everybody, this is Never Seen It. I'm your host Kyle Ayers. This is the podcast where comedians rewrite famous movies they've never seen before and we read their scripts. Today, joined by Chris Mejia and Mike Carroza, the hosts of We Didn't Get a Rose podcast, they have both never seen Pan's Labyrinth, but they rewrote it, and we read their script. It, sure, it's a ways in, but we get to it. Mike and Chris are just both wonderful. You know Mikey's on here all the time. Chris is his podcast co-host. If you're into The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, that world, go check that out. I hope you enjoy the script. I hope everyone is doing well. I, this is kind of crazy. If you're in Los Angeles, or if you know someone who is, I am running a boast rattle that is a compliment contest, head-to-head comedian compliment contest, Friday, February 24th. It's coming up. It's in like, what, 10, 11 days? And it's a compliment contest at the Lyric Hyperion Theater. Find me on Instagram at Kyle Ayers, K-Y-L-E-A-Y-E-R-S for details. Um. <clears throat> It's going to be crazy. Lyric Hyperion, I believe, is is their website. You can Google it. You guys know how to Google stuff. Lyric Hyperion, Boast Rattle, LyricHyperion.com, Kyle Ayers, Instagram. You'll find all the information there. We got Aparna Nancherla. We got Rob Hayes. We got Jared Logan, Kara Clank. It's, it's, it's going to be so much fun. Um, thank you guys so much. Please enjoy this podcast. I, sorry to promote the other thing, but I haven't done a, lo- a live show in a while. I hope people come. If you know someone in L.A., please tell them as well. Um, that's Friday the 24th, Lyric Hyperion, Boast Rattle. Enjoy Never Seen It. This is Mike and Chris have never seen Pan's Labyrinth. Thank you. It's like short, you know, it doesn't matter. The story wasn't going to be good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Mike, are you eating chips on a podcast? I'm done when you start. <laughs> Oh, if you think that's going to be the most unprofessional thing yeah. that's about to happen, then I have a machine that's going to ruin your life. <laughs> Mike, I've, I can see the reflection behind you. Are you playing Super Smash Brothers on your Switch during the podcast? Yeah, man. That's how I concentrate. Yeah. Well, you know, it's good to be on the podcast. Thanks for being here, both of you. Thanks for having us. You know how it works. I got the intro recorded already on my yeah, own. We're already in it. So we're already, well, except for when my internet cut out, but we're already in it. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna start with you admonishing me for having chips. Yeah, oh and for that's sure. Where we're gonna start and end. 
Oh, Did you just wink? Is something happening off camera? My girlfriend went, came into the office to get her stuff. Okay. It's just, you don't really <laughs> seem like you're here for the podcast. You got chips. <laughs> your eyes are off to the side. You know, you know in is... Bachelor World, we have a saying that is, uh, they're not here for the right reasons. This, and, this uh, is really great to watch because normally on our Bachelor pod, I'm the one who derails while Mike is trying to keep <laughs> things going. And then now I'm I'm seeing what it's like to yeah. be around me. And I just got to say, I don't like looking in the mirror. It's, <laughs> I used to think I was perfect. I was Will an it stop angel. you? No. But it, oh, no, of course not. In fact, now I got to up my game. It's like I finally saw my <laughs> tape of my set and I'm like, oh, okay. I know how to improve from this. Right. First of all, thank you for noticing. Second of all, ow, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> Mike, have I talked to you about the guy that I went to high school with who was on The Bachelorette and Ooh. got kicked off? Ooh. No, you did not talk It makes to me, me think of this guy. when you're talking about His name's Ryan McDill. He famously got drunk and jumped in the fountain when Chris Hansen was trying to kick him off the show. That's and hilarious. This was first episode. He gets no super way. plastered, super, super tanked. And just That's starts so making funny. like very off-color jokes. I mean, like even for cable, like HBO wouldn't make these jokes. And like, then, like I think slapping people's butts and stuff, and just sort <laughs> oh of like yeah, very uncomfortable. And then they try and kick him off, and he just jumps in the fountain to hide. I think. That's great. But you know, they knew he was Ryan there McDill. because of the cameras. You know what I mean? They can follow <laughs> you everywhere. It's a giant reality show. <laughs> I, I gotta we bring him back. Yeah. Bring back I do think he ended up getting married to someone who got kicked off of The Bachelor. Like, I oh. think he kind of met up with someone at like a convention. You know, I don't know how, Demi. what they do there. It, uh, uh, all I remember, you know, I went to high school with him. He's a year older than me and he was in, in school detention with me one time. So, <laughs> very nice guy. Oh, I also got in school detention once. No one yeah. believes me when I say that, but, you know, I, you know, believe it or not, I used to be a bad boy. Um, I believe man, it. I got detention all the time, but that's also because I went to a very French school that would give you detention. Was it because you weren't paying halls. attention to what you're supposed to be paying attention to, or were you eating chips? I was eating chips, but that's neither here nor there. That just is a coincidence. It's literally here and there if it happened here and at your school. Actually, you know Point what? No, taken, fuck Kyle. you, Kyle. No one attacks Mike, my sweet baby boy. <laughs> All right. The That's only right. person who can do that is me. <laughs> I came with my pit bull, Kyle. This is what's uh, happened this episode. I, that is very you... sweet that I am a pit bull. You know that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to even ask you guys if you're recording. Oh, shit. No, shit. Yeah, no. That's all right. We'll just start the really high quality audio sometime <laughs> now-ish. <laughs> Hold on. I'm opening Audacity. Hold on. Now I'm recording. The Audacity. There it is. I like that it's called Audacity because it's just already making fun of you for thinking you're making something good. <laughs> <laughs> the Audacity of you to think this program is going to help How you out. How dare you? How um, dare you? Either way, Zoom's to doing the recording, you know. So I can't. Yeah, yeah. Man, but but now but yours is going to sound great. Yeah. Ooh, but now we're fucking hot. Listen to yeah, this. Hell yeah. huh? No, no, no. Yeah, no. Listen, so listen to this. To this. Ooh, How are we sounding? Whoa. On the yeah. audacity. Whoa. I knew it. I told you. I told you Kyle would flip. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I have a talk box like Peter, like Peter Frampton used to use. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like an old talk box because just I own for one. Uh, you put the thing down your throat. To do the it's voice. insane that that's how it works. And I only got it so I could do a character called Peter Frampton auditions to be a teacher on Charlie Brown. 
<laughs> but unfortunately, the overlap is small. <laughs> yeah, that Venn diagram is barely touching. But ooh, it's, let it, me it, tell it, you, it, the people it, really, it hits really for it's the width of a fr- French fry there in the middle. Hold on a second. People that know who Peter Frampton is are gonna know the peanuts. No, no, I'm saying people that know Peter Frampton the talk box don't go to comedy shows. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. So I totally, I totally, their weekend with the kids. I totally know who <laughs> Peter Frankton is. Like, obviously, like obviously. <laughs> uh, Ooh, he's lying. But let's Chris let's lying. Uh, shut up. Uh, <laughs> let's play lying? a fun game where for five minutes I pretend that I don't. He's like an old singer who <laughs> played with this talk box and would sort of be like, it, he has a song called like. Do you know? Uh, I don't know. I'm just like wah 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 wah. Oh, wah, wah, he's wah. that dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he like yeah. the people use the talk box before and after him, but he has some real famous, especially like live recordings. Well, he's he's it. the most famous talk box guy. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, I feel like I could do it with other people. He's the LeBron of talk boxes. You, you could say that. <laughs> I would say he's the Bill Russell of talk boxes. Oh, okay. Most overall victories, but not as remembered as like people with vocoders now. Do you know what I mean? Like T Pain, I would say, is probably T-Pain. the LeBron of voice alteration. Okay. Yeah. That but makes you know sense. that T stands for the The Pain? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't, but that would be incredible. No, no, I knew that. No, it was uh, Tallahassee, right? I'm believing it. Yeah. Tallahassee. Probably. Pain. Yeah, because he's from I, Florida. Oh, what if it's what? the Bayou? It's the Bayou T Pain. What if it's okay, the pain, pain? I'm looking it up. It says T Pain isn't. Oh, it specifically says T Pain isn't short for anything. <laughs> That's oh. the same with uh, Harry S. I'm Truman. Kidding. It's short for Teddy. Oh, Harry it's S. Teddy Truman pain. doesn't have a uh, middle name. This isn't exciting. Oh, well, really? That, that shit was well, that a lie? Sucks. Yeah. The S is, I think, just to sound more official. Worst or uh, nope. should I push this button? I think was his middle name. Should I drop uh-huh. these? Where should um, I drop them? It's about bombs. Yeah. I uh, I did Bonnaroo. I did stand-up at Bonnaroo, and T-Pain was there. And people were at a comedy show that I was on. And mm-hmm. I was, like, on stage. You know, everyone's on drugs, right? Mm-hmm. And you're inside this, was this thing. Was this on your birthday? Did you Th- do this? This was the day after my birthday. He was a Saturday Okay, so performer. you were fucked up. <laughs> I'm su- I'm on mu- I was on mushrooms. And then T-Pain's like, uh, uh, I'm, was it, I'm in love with the strippers. Is that him? That's the song, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that starts playing, and I was like, oh, do you guys hear T-Pain? And someone in the audience goes, Oh fuck! I forgot T Pain, and then they left the show, like, <laughs> like in front of me. Dude, you know what? You can't blame him though. No, you can't. Like, I ended my set to go watch him, and he was incredible. He because he just features on songs, and so he just keeps playing like a medley of songs he's featured on. And at one point, he goes, "Do you guys even remember I was in this one? Am I in this one?" And he like doesn't remember his part. I I watched the interview with T Pain and he was talking because they asked him they asked him about like what's the dumbest thing you bought like with all of the money that you made and he was like the dumbest thing I bought was the big ass chain that says From- big ass chain on it yeah. and he was like the story behind that the reason why it's dumb is because I only got it because of a dare he was at a show and in his words he was like I was at a show. And this man came up to me who I'd never seen this man a day in my life. And I have not seen this man since this moment. But this man came up to me and he was like, I bet you won't get a big ass chain that says big ass chain on it. And T-Pain was like, you don't know how much money I have. This this sounds like something Homer Simpson would do if he came across money. (laughs) Just like a stranger bets him to do something. 
There was also that moment after he won the first mass Singer and went on Ellen, and Ellen gave him a giant chain that said, I'm T-Pain, I have a great voice, I won the mass Singer, and I love Ellen. I've never seen... I mean, it's Maybe it's my huge. internet was unstable, but was that the end? <laughs> that was the end. Do you remember that Hannibal bit where he's talking to 2 Chains? And I'm not goes, going to Facebook.com slash T-Pain, Mike. Don't put okay, that into the well, chat. I'm, in, I'm, talking, I'm talking about T-Pain and 2 Chains. You're talking about 2, cha- says, two Pain? Feel, two, wait, 2 Chains. Hannibal is talking to 2 Chains on his show, and he goes, do you feel pressure to wear 2 Chains all the time? And I think about that every week. It's just the perfect question. It's the question I wish I could ask T-Pain. Yeah. It's the one that I thought of when he blew up, and I was like, wow, I bet he can't. I bet he can't leave without two chains. That would suck to have to wear two chains constantly. Man. You see him in public with one chain, and you have to be like, ah, that can't be him. You Maybe know what I mean? That's just what he is when he's not at work, is uh, chain. Yeah. <laughs> I like when... Uh, oh, no, go on, go on. Oh, I was just going to say, someone was telling me how when T-Pain was on the mass... I've never seen the mass Singer, but when he was on the mass Singer, that apparently when they were trying to guess who it was... Uh, uh-huh. One of the judges was just like, I feel like you're someone who, you know, you had a great career, but then you did something that everyone villain, you know, you were a villain and everyone kind of hated you for. And now you're trying to do this redemption arc and show that you've grown as a person and improved. So I'm going to say that this person is Michael Vick. And it's just T-Pain. <laughs> it would have been even and worse if like, they were like, I was right. Oh, that's not him. Exactly. <laughs> They're right. He was villainized for auto-tune. They A could, lot of they people got used on that, him uh, because of auto-tune. They should have used that same clip when Rudy Giuliani was on The Masked Singer. <laughs> what a fucking hellscape. That show became such a shit. It started out as like a fun little dumb thing that I watched with my roommate and his partner like every now and then when we'd remember it happened. Mm-hmm. And then it became like just watching clips of it last year. Fucking Rudy Giuliani. Kermit the Frog. Get the fuck Wait, out Kermit of here. Kermit was one of the singers or is that like a nickname for Rudy Giuliani? No, no, no. <laughs> Kermit, Kermit was one of the singers. I, uh, Jesus Christ. How do you go from mayor yeah. of New York to contestant on Masked Singer? Hold on a second, bro. Not just mayor of New York. Hero of 9-11. Bro, yeah. the, the way that city celebrated this man mm-hmm. and how his downfall was documented on Borat. This man had a... Like, this, this man had Even the worse, most disgraceful the career. to Borat. <laughs> Whose career also. has had a, f- a bigger fall from grace? Rudy Giuliani or or Chance the Rapper? I'm going to go Rudy one, Giuliani because I don't yeah. realize Chance. I would say had Rudy a fall. Giuliani went from corny to everyone disliking him, and Chance went from everyone liking him to corny. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I, that I think was, Chance that was just kind of is whatever. Of a, I guess. There's nothing that makes me yeah, hit, like feel quite as happy as like a someone else writes a Chance the Rapper verse, and he's just like, "I love my dog. Look at the dog. Everyone loves the dog. My wife loves dog. <laughs> I got." And I'm just like, "This is so funny." And I even I like him, but it's so funny. It's just such a mockable tone and like lyrical style. Have you yeah. seen that TikTok where it was like for Starbucks and he was like, I'm going to make a beat and then you duet this and rap to it. 
and he does the beat and it's like the most atrocious thing you've ever heard. <laughs> it's honestly no. like I don't know I don't know what getting into God did to Chance the Rapper, but it just like if every Chance the Rapper song feels like if you took a rap song and just put a White Lives Matter filter over it, like that's <laughs> what his music feels like now. <laughs> nah. Hey it, man, hey man. Chance wouldn't say why. It'd, it'd be all lives oh yeah, matter. You're right. All right, you're right. When uh, <laughs> when when Ultralight Beam came out, I do remember thinking, you know who will be more bearable for longer? Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, but that's look. One so thing good. we got to remember about uh, Chance and Kanye is that he made that bitch famous. You know what I'm mm. talking about? We we'll be right back. <laughs> I don't think we're ready for a break yet, but thanks. <laughs> you know what? Um, a power move i've never thought about that as a guest being like all right okay uh thank you very much uh we're gonna go to a commercial it's like, break it's like the power that an audience has at a comedy show that they don't know where they could just wave a phone in the back and make someone get off stage it's so like if they didn't you know if you what? didn't like a performer you could just walk to the back of the room and oh just my god sort of i think wave about this phone. so often oh my god that's i think about very it true. all the time because I'm also tempted at shows that I'm not uh, like uh, uh, running to just light somebody. Oh. Just light them. Like, that's not my show. Honestly, that's better than heckling. Like oh, heckling, yeah. no. You're giving someone oh. a clip that they can then post and get, you know, blow up. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Just light right. them. <laughs> Before we get too far from, from the mass singer, I did write a sketch during COVID called The Masked Heckler. Where there would be a heckler oh, in the audience and a mask, but the heckler was definitely, obviously, Eddie Pepitone. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. And so it's like, basically, I wrote it like Pat Oswald's on stage doing stand-up for the masked heckler, you know? And then he starts, it's like, Eddie clearly heckles him. He's like, Eddie, I know that's you. He's like, no, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> and then it cuts, and it's a giant Eddie Pepitone head, like, on him. That's the the mask that he's wearing. That's so funny. Or, like, he's just wearing, like, a Groucho Marx mask. <laughs> That's great. That's perfect. Anyways, we got to do a little thing here before. What are we looking at? Oh, yeah, yeah, we do. We got a thing here. Before we get into Pan's Labyrinth, um, Chris, since this is your first time on Never Seen It, and since you are close with our other guest here, Mike, we're going to play a little game where I'm going to ask Mike, a little bit like the Newlywood Uh, game, right? I'm going to ask Mike to answer questions what he thinks you'll answer the question. Oh my god! I'm gonna get this. this is going to prove that Mike and I—we are just such the most compatible lovers. Like oh truly, like you know, you you look at Mike and you think you see that mustache and you think selfish lover. Mm-mm, no, mm-hmm. no, he's he's a switch. Never have been, never will. You look be. at Mike and you see those, right? those chips he brought to the podcast, and you think selfish <laughs> podcast guest. Look, man, I would be offering them to you if the screen had that capability. Mm. You've heard of tops and you've heard of power bottoms. <laughs> Mike is a power switch, okay? All right. What I does have any a 3D printer. Mean? Mike just emailed me a chip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but taste it. It's the exact way you like it. It's curled and also burnt a little bit. I do like it a little bit burnt. Okay, so here we go. I'm going to ask some questions here. I know Mike, the, you thanks. have to answer what you think Chris will answer to the questions. I mean, we understand, right? Let's go. And so, Milf Manor. The first question is, what is Chris's nickname for you? Um, so <laughs> one for one. One for one. <laughs> here we go. First question, what is Chris's favorite movie? Oh shit! I don't know this answer. Um, part of me is like, 
it's got to be either like, uh, uh, I want to say a rom-com, but he just got into rom-coms not long ago. Although I would be surprised if he hadn't seen Hitch before, which something about Chris makes me feel like Hitch is probably up there for him. So I want to say Hitch, but you know, I also might. I'm also like, is it Wedding Crashers? Is it um, Belly? Is it uh, John Q? Uh, all great movies. Yo, he loves. Okay. He loved that. Right, you gotta love the I'm double go feature with, of I'm Hitch and John Q. <laughs> Two people with heart problems for different reasons. Uh, or could it be Hardball, starring Keanu Reeves? Look, great movie. I'm, okay, honestly, I'm gonna go with Hitch. I hate I'm that every movie you have listed. I love except for Wedding Crashers. I haven't seen Wedding Crashers, but yeah. uh, no, I would. But you did go to college in Florida, so I, I was mean, like, yeah. that's uh, a possibility. I would you say shut your eyes every time. You went out? I don't have like a favorite movie of all time, but on my top five, I would say is Black Dynamite. Okay. You okay. were close with you were close with uh Hitch. Hitch. <laughs> you were close with naming every other movie with a black lead. Yeah. <laughs> every genre Wait, with just name. a black lead. <laughs> no, hey, did I really do that? Except for Wedding Did Crashers, but like, yeah, Hitch, John Q. Oh, no way. Yeah, way to name Wedding Crashers. I just, just thought you, to try I just thought you thought Evan Mendes no, was fine. No, it's because it's Black History Month and Mike is a fucking ally. Shout out to Mike. <laughs> Let's go. All the way from Canada. It's true. Mike has shared T-Pain's Facebook in the chat, so that's how you know he's an ally. He's like, you guys should check this guy's Facebook page. T-Pain's Facebook is a phrase that hasn't been said since 2013. <laughs> Wait, so hold on a second. Am I an ally or not if I watch... Um, uh, oh, fuck. What's the name of the goddamn... This is going to suck Thanks now. for Birth of a Nation? Sorry. No, you are not an ally. <laughs> yeah. You, no, even what's though you the have the tattoo, you should watch the movie well, it's based no, on. No, whenever... Uh, hold on. Let's cut that and then uh, do some editing work and then uh, come back from commercial and say, am I an ally or am I the opposite of one if every time it comes on TV, I watch Welcome Home, Roscoe Jenkins? I can't Ooh, tell. That's like Tyler Perry at Jace. So you're like, your allyness is suspect. <laughs> I All do right. like that movie. I'm really shortening up this game. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right, Mike. Uh, more decisively yeah. this time. Okay. What movie has Chris seen the most? Oh shit! I'm gonna go with Hitch again. Uh, <laughs> uh, probably Mean Girls. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say not Mean Girls, but um, shit. I don't know, Just man. Just because I've I'm dated a lot of white women doesn't mean I've seen Mean Girls a lot. <laughs> He, yeah, he, he Bro, has seen Mean Girls, I'm but saying it's lowercase that's my M, favorite movie. lowercase G. <laughs> yes, that's my favorite movie. Mean Girls is my favorite movie, uh, and w- tied with the Saw franchise in its entirety. But uh, I don't know. What what have you seen the most? I would the Godfather? Like a, that sounds like a sentence for a therapist. Mean Girls is tied with the entire Saw franchise for my favorite movie. <laughs> My therapist laughs at me. It's great. <laughs> I like the first scene of Up, and it's <laughs> and, and it's just tied with the entire Hellraiser franchise. I would. Say oh, I, I love putting the the Up music on Hellraiser because that mm. the music is great. Okay, so what are you going with? You going with Hitch? <laughs> I was I was gonna say, uh, I, uh, you know what? Just every day in high school, watched Hitch. Uh, no, the real no answer way. is uh, a tie between Black Dynamite and Dark Knight. Mm. See, I didn't want to say Black Dynamite because, you know, some people, I like call something my favorite thing and I don't watch it nearly as much. 
Nah, that you know? that movie is like. I when I first watched it in college, I watched it like a fuck ton over and over. I don't really watch. I don't rewatch re- like movies really. So because yeah. of that, I it's kind of unless it's like unless it's like it was like a pivotal movie for me when I was young. Like when I was young, I rewatched movies a lot. Or there was like titties in it. But like outside of that, both oh. times it was because mm-hmm. I was young. So it was either I was young and bored or young mm-hmm. and horny. Mm-hmm. And so you watched Swordfish and didn't understand. Never the seen plot. Swordfish. And, Oh, Holly Berry's got. You're killing it with references, Mike. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right, Mike. What is Chris's favorite movie franchise? Oh, Batman. You got it. It's like you like you like the Dark Knight trilogy. That's for sure. That I know. Oh fuck you! What are you talking about? You looking at me like I should have said Avengers? What are you looking at me like that for? Uh, I would say considering. It is not my favorite franchise now, but considering it was my favorite franchise for a majority of my life, Star Wars. Oh, shit. Right now it is four to nothing, Chris, in the arbitrary scoring that (laughs) I've started on. I'm realizing like most of my answers to these questions, I sound like a basic bitch. (laughs) No, no, no. You just like the Star Wars. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We got a couple more. Got a couple more. Mike, has Uh, Chris ever walked out of a movie? In a theater, not just like to go to the bathroom at home. Oh shit! Um, I would. I want to say no. I want to say you haven't left a movie. Uh, you're a victim of the sunk cost fallacy. You will sit through a movie even if it sucks. Question. Yes. When you say walked out of a movie, do you mean like, but it was my personal choice, or I was with a? Does this also include if I was with a group and they chose the left? I guess it would depend on your attitude with leaving. Uh, both times I didn't want to leave. Okay, so okay, so three I'm points right. for you and one and a half points for Mike. I'll take it. So Mike, Mike gets this. The two <laughs> times seven I left to the one and a half. <laughs> Easy. Scoring. The two times were what, what movies? movies? What movies? Uh, I went. I okay. First and foremost, let me preface. I used to be a youth group kid, uh, which I feel like probably explains a lot of the movie stuff. Wow. That I so said. Deathly Hollows Part One and Part Two, you had to leave. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, uh, you don't mess with the Zohan. <laughs> that was a hard movie to watch, even when and uh, you yeah. weren't paying for it. And one of my friends like stood up and was like, this movie has too much for me, and left. And the moment that made him do that was Adam Sandler walking out in his underwear. Hmm. Oh, wow, really? Hmm. Of all the things? Hmm. His crotch has more screen time than his face in that movie. Mm-hmm. Am I right? I was starting to say that before I even heard what you were saying. (laughs) What was the other movie? (laughs) Uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Same reason. Uh, (laughs) I was with some youth group people. I was coming back from college to visit or or as an adult. I don't remember when that movie came out. And there was a lot of sex in that movie and they didn't like Mm. it. So they all left. I figure like church kids would like a movie that's mostly about avoiding taxes. (laughs) <laughs> you know, surprisingly, they didn't get they didn't get that far. Too fast. Uh, okay. Well, actually, no, now that I think not. about it, they left, and I'm like, "Fuck y'all, I'm gonna stay." So I stayed okay. to watch the whole movie. Okay. You didn't even leave. There it is. All right, I got what my year was two Wolf points because I forgot about that line. All right, last question. That's 2013. Last question. What is a really popular movie that Chris doesn't like? Oh man, really popular. Doesn't like. I'm going to have to go with the Saw franchise. Extremely popular franchise. Chris doesn't like it. 
uh, horror movies in general. I would I, I would say if we're gonna allow the answer to be horror movies in general, then yes. Okay, well that, that kind of ends on bad, and we'll give both of you two points. <laughs> <sighs> All right, we'll be right back with Pan's Labyrinth. Hey folks, Kyle here. Thank you for listening. Just taking another quick second out here and add on uh, my own show. I figure this is a good time to remind everyone of these shows I got coming up. I'm in Eureka, California. I'm in Portland, Oregon, Seattle, and Oakland, California, all starting actually next week. Basically some dates in there. May 16th in Eureka, 18th in Portland, May 23rd in Seattle, and May 25th in Oakland. Doing my show hard to say. Uh, this comedy show I'm working on about living with trigeminal neuralgia. I've gone on and uh, on enough about it on here. I really had a, a lot of fun out in, in Colorado last month, and people came out from the shows, and that was it's the best. Seeing people out at shows who, who like the podcast is just the best, and developing this show about the very odd and difficult thing I'm going through has been a pleasure that is unexpected and makes me very happy, and I'm very proud of the show. Um, like I said, the, I've got those dates coming up, kyleayers.com slash shows. Please grab tickets now. Grab them while you're listening to this. Send it to a friend. Tell them to come out. Seattle, Portland, Eureka, Oakland. Uh, I would love for tickets to get moving a little bit. And so would the venues that are emailing me. And they're just it's going to be a really good time. I hope to see you out. Thank you so much. I hope you're enjoying the episode. Once again, kyleayers.com slash shows. Uh, y'all are the best. Thank you. The absolute the best. And we'll be right back. I did it too. <laughs> Mike, that All question right, was so easy. You just had to think about movies white people fucking were ecstatic about. Yeah, because white people Funny, I'm not hated about Star to name Wars. La La Land and Green Book. Yeah, what's my favorite movie franchise? Green Book. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really invested in the Green Book cinematic universe. Yeah, I just have to see if he drives anyone else anywhere. <laughs> I have to be Obviously, like the you know, cars green book, two green, two book, uh, <laughs> green book Tokyo Drift. Green book Tokyo Drift is just him with a Japanese person where he keeps saying, "Do you catch my drift?" over and over again as he drives them somewhere. It's just a, Vigo Mortensen drives a different minority to a different job every day. <laughs> Damn, that is you know what? Now that's a movie. Yeah, franchise. I think we're on to a that's new a franchise yeah. here. Yeah. We've got it. Lock it in. All right. Well, that's probably not going to make the podcast. So you guys have both <laughs> not seen. Uh, this is the part of the podcast where we do the podcast. Um, yes. Both of you have not seen Pan's Labyrinth. Was this, how was it hard to come to a decision that the two of you hadn't seen? Um, um, yeah. I mean, I feel like we had some overlap on some movies, but Pan's Labyrinth really stuck out because I think we both said it in our list. Um, I had never seen it and it's one that my girlfriend wants to watch again. Mm-hmm. So it was fresh on my mind. She was like, you want to watch this? And I was like, no, I'm pretty uh, sure when Mike suggested Pan's Labyrinth, I was like, is that the movie with Davy Bowie's dick? And he was like, that's Labyrinth. And I'm like, oh, I have seen neither. Yeah. I call that yeah. Pants Labyrinth. Oh yeah. That's the, that's the full title. Um, well, okay. So <laughs> that's the so title th- they pitched when it got greenlit. I mean, he just... That's a that's a movie where no one said no once the entire time it was being made. Um, I don't it, even know. Labyrinth is great. I watched. Anyway, this is, is pretty fun. So Pan's Labyrinth, I love this movie. Okay, a great deal. I think it's wonderful. 
I okay. um I think it won. It didn't win Best Picture. I don't. Maybe it did. I know Guillermo del Toro did not win Best Director. But right. this is sort of like one of those we talk about a lot where there's movies at the Oscars that don't win that you remember more than what won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is a movie I'll that say really holds up. Pan's Labyrinth is one that I remember images from the trailer a lot. Mm-hmm. And I I did promise Andrina that we'd watch it after I do this podcast because I wanted to not know mm-hmm. what the movie is. Yeah. But she did tell me that there's like World War one or two stuff involved or like a war like some sort of civil war i like to think that that is how she said it to you there's the world yeah you know it's a great movie i love it we have to watch it there's world war one stuff or two or something a civil war it's like world war jace like it's not about it but it's a What's jace. The bad one <laughs> and you know they do analogies with it and i was like oh great so what's the eye guy all about and she was like oh no he's just a monster Okay, so that's, that's, a, that's all what I you're had. coming in with. All right, I'm Chris, coming did you in come with, into the writing with anything here. Uh, I came in. I knew the, I knew it had the, the the dude with the eyes on the hands, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and that's then it. that's literally. It. I didn't even know there was a little girl in the movie. Okay. Um, I just thought it was like this dude who like he's not even a main character. He's just like they walk into a room. He's like with yes. his with his hand eyes, okay. and then they just move on. And that's the the only thing about this movie where my brain was like, yep, that's what we're going to remember for the rest of our life. Okay. Yeah. And um, how much uh, stage directions do you think this movie has? Um. Well, I, I thought a lot. <laughs> I'm only asking uh, because I think you have the same amount as the actual script, but yours oh, is really? six pages long. Yeah, I mean, um, look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it. We, we went hard on the stage directions. What was the writing? Thought, what was the writing process with two people like? Are you guys uh, like Daniels? Imagine if there was something more fun than sex. That's what the writing process was like. It yeah, was we had just, a great time. You sound like you're just, pitching a master class. <laughs> <laughs> I did learn to cook from Gordon Ramsay. It felt like it felt like watching LeBron and Kyrie <laughs> back on the Cavs, just having okay. a good ball work together by the end nice. of this mike is just time. asking to be sent to a different podcast <laughs> over and over and over again oh yeah we're never working with each other ever again uh, but let me tell you the championship <laughs> that we just made it's gonna mike be will then yeah. look back and be like maybe chris is who kept me in line i, guess, <laughs> I couldn't do a lot of podcasts because i didn't have the vaccine so i had to like <laughs> okay so so we're bringing some stuff into kind of the most famous stuff i guess is the easiest way yeah to yeah 100 percent. and Guillermo del toro loves monsters he loves monsters. Loves His house him. is like a haunted house. It's amazing. It's cr- so creepy. I saw yeah. like a small clip of it, and I was like, Gee, "This." Ha- Imagine you wake up, and the first thing you're confronted with is like a skeletal vulture with veins popping out, just mm-hmm. hanging from the ceiling, and you bump into it on your way to brush your teeth, and you're like, "Whoops, sorry, little guy." And your toothbrush holder is a skull that was right. You know, but they're all movie props. twins. He's like, but I always thought Guillermo del Toro looked like if Peter Jackson got bit by one of Guillermo del Toro's monsters. <laughs> like he's just kind of like evolving a little bit into a little ganglier type of guy. You know what I mean? Like scroungy and monstery, and like he's he's evolving. He like got bit by a, a what are those things called? A zombified thing. Anyways, he, him, look them both up. Well, Guillermo. Peter Jackson and George R. R. Martin, like if if humans evolved like Pokemon, mm-hmm. like I think that's that's the chain. Like obviously yeah. George is the that's final one, 
yeah. then actually, would Peter <laughs> go first? Or I would say we would have Peter Jackson because he's the most straightforward. And honestly, if the it's rare that Peter Jackson is the most clean cut of a trio, but I think he is also that. And then I'm Guillermo gonna, would be the second evolution because he yeah. is like, honestly the one that you kind of like the most. He's kind of the punk rockist. And then George R. R. Martin will go third and only have the move rest. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I don't know what Peter Jackson looks like because I never was into Lord of the Rings. And honestly, when you first said it, I thought you meant Percy Jackson. And I was like, oh, okay. i never seen those either. Wait, so let me get this so, straight. You're willing to, while you're on this podcast, get distracted and Google T-Pain's Facebook post. But when it uh-huh, came okay. to Peter Jackson, you're like, what nah, does uh-huh. Peter Jackson look like? You're like, I'll assume it's a different word. <laughs> he probably means he probably means a no, different word. No, no, I googled him. I googled him, and I was like, he can't mean the kid book. You know, I do mean the kid book. No, you don't. I would love to make the powers now for this three tiered. Peter Jackson evolves into George into uh, Guillermo del Toro, who evolves into George R. R. Martin. What do you mean, make the powers now? Like the the moves that the Pokemon would have. Oh. Anyways. Okay, so Pan's Labyrinth here. You want to cast this thing? Let's do it. I do. I think uh, I'm going to do stage directions. Chris is going to be bald man and you'll be Belinda. What if If I insisted on on doing stage directions? directions? (laughs) Man, you know what? Go for it. I just read them really monotone the entire time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you do stage directions. Uh, Kyle, you can be Belinda. Okay. And Chris, you're bald man. Hell yeah. Bald man with eye hands. Bald man, baby. <laughs> I just, I'm I, mad I, at Zoom for trying to mute that. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Zoom, Zoom pulled the shit last night during our podcast, and I'm upset about it. Mm. All right. We doing it? Mm. I'm ready yeah. when y'all are. Okay, here we go. Uh, so this is Pan's Labyrinth, based on what we think Pan's Labyrinth might be. Honestly, I only know the one guy with the hand eyes, and he's creepy. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Interior, creepy tunnel. Time is irrelevant, but gun to my head, if I had to like, and only if I had to, I'd probably guess like I don't know, like two thirty-four p.m., just shy of like three o'clock, like no later than three, because like even. Then it's just like a whole thing, you know, like for sure banks are still open and the tellers are back from lunch and maybe they're a little sleepy because they went to Subway, eat fresh, except for Diane who got sushi at CVS. I mean, can you fucking believe that? What kind of psycho gets sushi from a CVS? I don't know. I'm disgusted just thinking about it. And let's be clear. She's not getting sushi from a CVS because of a money thing. Like, Diane is the manager. She makes good money. She supports her two kids on her own and still takes two vacations a year. Like, she chooses to get CVS sushi. And get this, she doesn't even put soy sauce. She just raw dogs that sushi like come-as-you-are shit, like no-personality sushi, like bland-ass base template create-a-character-sim sushi. Like, how dry is that rice, though? Uh, I feel chilly just thinking about it. And look, I'm not perfect. I enjoy Hot Pockets from time to time. My body isn't the temple I was raised to treat it as, but that's crazy, right? Like, we have so many places around us to get food and shit. Like, why are you ordering pharmacy sushi? There's even a sushi place across the street. Oh, my God. I just realized there's literally a sushi place across the fucking street. There's literally a sushi place across the street on our side of the street, even. She waits to use the crosswalk. It's a choice. You see what I mean? Diane, you're a mess, girl. 
So yeah, like two thirty four, <laughs> two thirty five. Like if it were two forty five, I wouldn't be surprised. But let's be real, if it was two fifty four, I'd be like, girl, is your clock fast? <laughs> Belinda, a child. She's a little girl and she's exploring a creepy tunnel because I think she might be dreaming. And her dreams are fucked, dude, just like Diane. Belinda gets to the end of the tunnel and walks into a massive dining room. There's a huge table with a lush spread of fresh food. Meats, cheeses, fruits, and vegetables. It's all there. It's all cooked and nice and good and delicious looking like, yes, please. At the end of the table is a bald-ass bitch who looks like he's napping. (laughs) The the kind of bald that... The kind of ball that you want to palm, just like a basketball, equally as leathery. He's got his hands on the table and his back is straight in his comfy looking chair. Belinda, having walked a long time to get into the dining room, reaches for an apple. Personally, I'd have gone for the scallops and filet mignon, but that's just me. I love a surf and turf. Belinda takes a bite out of the apple. The sound awakens the bald man. We can tell because he moves his head, but not because he opens his eyes, because where are they even? Oh, shit, this motherfucker's got no eyes. Okay, shit just got real. Belinda says that in Spanish. Tabernacle. I should have read Sick. ahead a little bit to know what I'm supposed to do here. <laughs> yeah, Give me another in from, in from she says okay, that in Spanish. On. Okay. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, shit just got real. Belinda says that in Spanish. Tabernacle. Oh, wait, she's from Quebec. Sick. Hashtag representation matters. Who disturbs my slumber? That is a sick impression. Belinda does an air guitar solo. <laughs> what are you doing here? I followed the tunnel because I heard a, thought I heard a loud fart, and I thought that shit was hilarious. Not the worst reason I've heard. A pregnant pause. First trimester. This bald bitch leans closer as in, aren't you going to ask me about this? Fine. I'll bite. What's the worst reason you've heard? I'm glad you asked. But I'll never tell. Oh, my God. Is this a riddle? Bald man thinks about it for a sec. Yeah. What's a riddle? Bald man remembers what a riddle is. Oh wait, I lost I lost where we were. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, I know. I know now. I get it. No, it's not a riddle. It's just deeply embarrassing for that uh for that person. Like I don't want to get into it. Uh it's not my story to tell and I don't want to go around telling other people's business, but it was Jennifer Lopez. She's got demons, girl. Oh, I hear she's a thong a song a thong thief. <laughs> I hear Close. she's a song thief and is really stingy with money. I don't want to say nothing because we're actually like close friends. But yeah, I usually have to tip when we go out. Oh my god, really? Yeah, it's it's kind of embarrassing. Wait, so why did you get up when I ate the apple? Oh, that's because I was reading my book and it got scary. Oh. Okay, uh, no, wait, what, reading a book? Like, visually, how? Uh, with my eyes, silly. Bald man blinks, but we don't see it. Are your eyes subcutaneous? Whoa, that's a big world for a little girl like you. 
Yeah, I'm reading at a pretty advanced level. Some might say I'm growing too fast, like maturing early is part of the movie's thesis, so I'm told. Belinda looks directly into the camera, her head turning slowly. She winks. Ping. Well, I know what it means. But these guys, these stupid idiots over here, they probably don't. Come on. What's that word mean? This whole time, Bald Man is pointing at two roasted pigs with his thumbs. Come on, Bald Man. Let's not kid ourselves. We're the only ones here. If you know what it means, and I know what it means, that's good enough, right? <laughs> yeah, totally. Subcontaneousity. Subcutaneous? Yeah, I had something yeah. in my teeth, and I was trying to get it out at the same time I was speaking. You just can't come for someone for their diction, kid. It's unbecoming. Unbewore? Oh, now you don't know what a word means. I thought you knew what the word meant. Jesus Christ. My eyes are here. Exhausted and annoyed that a child is smarter than him, bald man does what bald guys do best and gets upset. He flops his hand against his face his, and opens his palms to reveal his eyes. They're honestly kind of pretty. And it, if he wasn't a totally disgusting demon creature, they're the kind of eyes that make me believe in love at first sight. I'm talking dreamy. Belinda screams because obviously. <laughs> okay. Rude. I mean, can you blame me? You're a nightmare. First of all, I'm in Ohio 9. Oh, like Ohio 8, but yeah. Bald man didn't hear that, otherwise his feelings would be hurt. It's just one point, but this is Ohio we're talking about. Secondly, aren't you curious about how I read like this? Why did I start reading the stage? Bald man, nowhere. <laughs> I got it. Bald man slams his hands back onto the table. There were totally two books there. On his right hand is the attachment book that Chris loves, and the left is Green Eggs and Ham. The joke here is that he's clearly right-handed. Comedy's crazy. But that seems wildly impractical. What happens when you want to just like I don't know, brush your hair over your ear, and then you got to see your face and stuff all up close? It just feels weird. Uh. Hello. Bald man points at his bald head. Yes, uh, my, yes, right. Uh, my bad. Anyways, I feel like I have to go somewhere else. Is this where you join me on the adventure? I actually don't know. My writers, my writers are split about whether I just eat you or if I join you. One of them thinks it's funny if I join you and then I hold the torch uh, the whole time. But I keep bumping into things because, you know, I can't see because I'm holding the torch. And the other one, the other one wants me to eat you because he thinks cannibalism is a weird topic that doesn't get mentioned enough. But I'm not human. So is it really cannibalism? I just one writer wants this little gag and the other one thinks the giant topic isn't dragged to the <laughs> forefront of the zeitgeist often enough. And now you get to put a poll on Twitter like who do you think did it? <laughs> Two you writing think? choices. <laughs> I really like that scene in The Simpsons where uh, Sideshow Bob steps on all those rakes. Did you uh -huh. know the other option was he was going to turn to the camera and let read Epstein's Island list? <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, nothing yeah. divides a writer's room more than the two uh, than the two genders and and slapstick comedy. Slapstick comedy and cannibalism, or the two genders, I believe. I, I saw it that Matt Gates talking about it. Um, here we go. Um, it's oh me. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you're, you have a line. You're like humanoid, human adjacent at least. The camera stays on bald man, slowly zooming in like when Kronk is talking about Cusco's poison. He is thinking out loud and gesturing a lot, leaning on walls and moving furniture and picking things from a table. Right. But I, I'm still definitely like pretty demony. Personally, I think I should like try to eat you. But then I'm like, you, you stink. And I get grossed out because... I don't want anyone out there to, like, you know, Craig in the tunnels. The bald man's name is Craig now. Yeah, he he eats little girls. And then they're like, in a gross way? And the first one goes, is there any other way to gross, Phil? Come on, man. It's all gross. No <laughs> matter what. What way were you thinking about, you fucking pervert? This is a kid's movie somehow. You fucking idiot. And I'd rather not be the subject of this kind of discussion. But I also would prefer not to be a kind of a slapstick character like less like a less creepy Jar Jar Binks who bumps into things because of the whole torch thing, you know? So I'm kind of torn. I need to think about it. Craig thinks about it. Although... I have been really into green eggs and I have been getting really into green eggs and ham. So what if I just stay here and do that? Camera zooms out. Belinda left a few minutes ago. (laughs) Craig just didn't see because he was pontificating dramatically while leaning against a brick wall and his hands were directed elsewhere. Bald man tries to pronounce subcutaneous out loud a few times and doesn't get it right. End. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, dear Academy, uh, our DMs are open. Uh, I know you already released the nominations, but it's not too late to add a last-minute suggestion. I'm not giving you any feedback on the script, but my Apple Watch just told me to stand up. <laughs> and so I don't know if that's good or bad. Like your I feel like racing, that's a, a standing around. ovation. Yeah, I was about to I, say uh, the Apple Watch knows what's up. I mean, here's this is a funny thing. Uh, my eyes are up here. That's the guy from Pan's Labyrinth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just oh, doing yeah. this. <laughs> he's trying to point. Uh, my eyes are up here. He <laughs> <laughs> can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's wonderful. It's I got here's I, I do love you know. It's not a children's movie. Like really in okay. any capacity, you kind of really? nailed the I theme. I thought it was a kids movie. It could not be less. Well, it could be less of a kids movie, I guess. Oh, it, shit. You know, okay. could be could be less. Nah, not a kids movie. The little, you know, you kind of nailed with the hand guy scene. He's kind of just a monster to be a monster, but he represents you know some things and some ideas, and it's a good movie. I don't want to talk too nice. much about it, because especially if you're planning on watching it. And I think you, yeah, guys I am going to watch script. it. I think. I mean, what do you think about Diane and her messy situation? I think that, you know, it's not really on us to criticize Diane's situation. You don't know if maybe she has some sort of like emotional connection to a CVS or something like that. Yeah. You know, we all go through our personal rock bottoms in our own way. And, uh, you know, I just hope (laughs) 
I just hope Diane gets through whatever she's going through. That's a good point. That's I love three, that that's Kyle three said. Points. That's three points. <laughs> oh, no. You get points on her. And we're going to be right back. <laughs> I love Wait. Oh, I had something to say. <laughs> I love how All Kyle right, was like, it's not up to us to judge. But then Chris was like, that's rock bottom. <laughs> and then I judged it and gave points. <laughs> I know. We're back, everybody. we got a few games we're going to play here on oh, I love Never yeah. Seen It podcast today. This first game is called Before and Afters. Get ready to play Before and Afters. How this game works is two movies have been smashed together into one. I will yeah. read you the smashed together plot. You have awesome. to tell me the smashed together title. For instance, some titles could be The Wolf of Wally Street, Fargo, Saving Private Silverman, um, Pan's Labyrinth could be one with Pan's Labyrinth and Pan's Labyrinth. Labyrinth. Okay. Um, I can't think of any other Pan's Labyrinth one. What about Pan Am's Labyrinth, huh? Is there a movie called Pan Am? I thought so. Am I wrong? That's an airline, my guy. Yeah, you might be thinking. Yeah, of but a I bag thought it was a TV show, maybe. Oh, we're talking movies, bro. Anyways, <laughs> it doesn't. Let's not give Mike more stuff to Google instead of being TV present. Uh, <laughs> you know, I love Google. Minus two oh, points wait, wait. for Googling stuff. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, it is a TV series. It's Thank you for show. looking that up, Chris. Three points for research. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Kyle, I thought we were buddies, man. This Here is we hurtful. Go. Um, I got to give a shout out to... <laughs> this is a few people on the Never Seen It Discord who came up with these titles. Scazzles, is moist? moist, is I believe some of these here. <laughs> if you are into Never Seen It, if you're into Before and Afters, find us on Discord, basically a big message board for podcast fans, fart.kylairs.com. We're also on Reddit at reddit <laughs> slash r slash never seen it. We're trying to keep up with nice. that, but I need more people. If you're on Reddit, go do that. I don't I'm get yeah, it join fully. It. I heard someone describe Discord as is as if Twitter was a gated community, and I haven't been the same ever since. <laughs> do i wish yeah. less people talk to me on twitter though yes uh-huh. <laughs> i'm just trying to move into discord and get someone to open a cupcake shop all right so now we have i'm gentrifying discord um i love it here we go give before me the cupcakes get ready to play before and after plot number one a bumbling luchador sets out on a journey of self-discovery inspired by a princess who is skilled at archery. Can you Skill- repeat that? Brave. Oh. A bumbling luchador sets out on a journey of self-discovery inspired by a princess who is skilled at archery. Nacho Lee so- Brave. Ooh. Oh, damn it. I was going to say it. Nacho Lee Brave. Two points. Let's Five go. to Mike who said he was going to say it. I know. Hey, I, okay. Thank you. I take it. Next one. <laughs> An extreme sports athlete turned spy is recruited for a secret mission and discovers that a new AI is more sentient and powerful than imagined, all while in close quarters with its creator. Um, holy shit. I don't An know what the first movie is, but an athlete turned spy is recruited for a secret mission. X- oh, Mac, you know. uh, I Spy Robot? It is not I Spy Robot. No, no, it's, it's something that's Machina. It's yeah. like Extreme BMX Machina or Extreme X. Extreme, extreme BMX. Machina. In front of its creator, yeah, okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. X Machina's got to be the, the the second one. But the first one, I don't know that I've ever heard of this. An extreme can, can, you repeat, can you repeat an the bio e- one more time? An extreme sports athlete turned spy <laughs> is recruited for a secret athlete. mission. Where he discovers the new AI is more sentient and powerful than imagined. All well in close quarters with its creator. Hot Rod X Machina. 
<laughs> we are looking for triple X Machina. Oh, damn it. I uh, hold up a point second. break, but then it was like, that doesn't go with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I've never seen Triple X. I did That's not fine. know he was an extreme sports guy. Yeah, they turn spy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, final yeah, yeah, one. Yeah. Final one. A bouncer hired to clean up a rough, rowdy bar starts working for one of the most famous families in fashion. Roadhouse of Gucci. Ooh. Yeah, I, also, I remember Roadhouse, and I got I got too distracted by that. You guys love Roadhouse on this podcast. I do. It's what's it filmed it in, Missouri? in Missouri? No, it just oh, happens there. No way it was filmed there in any capacity. <laughs> they didn't let cameras into Missouri until like 1998. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean it wasn't shot in Lake Tapawingo? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boom! So there we go. The current score is 17 for Chris, 12 for Mike. So it's oh wow, 12. I made it up to 12. Uh, We are now going to play a game called Build the Perfect Movie. Oh, I love this game. Ooh. Build the Perfect Movie. How this game works is I'll give you a category. You have to pick two movies from that category whose Rotten Tomatoes score add up to as close to 100 as possible without going over. Price is Right rules. So Price is Right rules, you're not allowed to go over. Please don't Google them. I trust you both. Uh, okay, you I don't know, even think I, Mike I'll has hold Google. my hands up the whole time. Uh, <laughs> I've never heard of it. <laughs> so the category, because you guys co-host a podcast, correct? That's right. You co-host a podcast. That has to do with The Bachelor. Let everyone know about that real quick, and we'll get into this. It's called what? We Didn't Get a Rose uh, with me and Chris, and we talk about The Bachelor. Like, right. I have a similar podcast with my friend where we talk about how we have ED called We Didn't Get a rose <laughs> oh, dude! I'm glad you guys are getting your story out there. Sorry, it's it's my friend. We haven't seen the movie Ed TV. I messed that up. <laughs> um, okay, so you guys have uh, we didn't get a rose. This podcast here about the special. Yeah. So, our build the perfect movie category is going to be movies with a single person in them. Okay, you have to pick oh. two movies each with a single person in them. And if you don't know if they're single, you can just tell me they are, and that counts as well. So if they're single and then they get with somebody later on, does that count? Yeah, it's fine. That's like part of okay. the purpose of it. Is okay, the whole cool. point of the movie is that they're single? Or doesn't is have to be at all. Happens to be okay, okay. Could, now that I say it, could even be a child. Um, oh, shit. That so opens up a lot. pick two movies. There's a okay. single person in it. And we, since Chris, you're winning, you'll pick first. Then Mike, you'll pick. And then we will review our scores from our first one. Wow. Okay. So any two movies... Um... And it has to be as close to 100 without as possible. going over. Critic score. I will say lots of times people try and pick a terrible one and then go yeah, from there. Go uh, I'm going to go with um, The Dark Knight. Because <laughs> <laughs> Christian Bale is single. That's your that bad movie. movie. I, I would uh, go and say almost. Okay, oh, no, now, that, okay so that's your that's first it. one. That's we'll review the score one. here and in a the second. second one you don't have to no, pick no, your second one. No, no, you don't one. say it. Yeah, How you don't say it. No, oh, wait, don't you don't it say it yet. No. All right, Mike, what's your first movie? That way I'll tell you your score so you can pick one based on that. Yeah. My se- my my uh my first movie is going to be Troll 2 cuz there's a child in it and he is single. Mm-hmm. Troll 2 the streets. Yeah. Okay, here we go. The Dark Knight is a uh-huh. 90 94%. Oh, god. 94%. Okay. Chris, you, you look for a I don't know what you were six doing. or less. Troll 2 5. Five percent, and you're not allowed nice. to use each other's movies. Okay, Mike, you oh. have more to make up, so you'll go first. We need a ninety-five, uh, and Chris, you'd be oh, thinking shit. about that uh, movie with a single person in it that is six or less. Yeah. 
I'm going to say sleepless in Seattle. Because Chris is living in Seattle. Okay. Okay. I. Dark night. Looking for six or less. Six I am less. going to go with Battlefield Earth. Holy shit. He might win this. Here we go. Who's singing Battlefield Earth? This. Oh, Turl or Kerr or Chirk. All of that them are That was shot in Montreal. That was Is shot that where in their Montreal. Names are Chirk? Here we go. Uh, yeah, that might be it. And in an abandoned ship mall. <laughs> this is insulting. Unbelievable. This is okay. Here we go. Troll Two is a five percent. Sleepless nice. in Seattle is a seventy-five percent. So it's an Damn, eighty. Okay, that's an eighty. Okay. Looks like we're really just praying for a seven here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Dark Knight ninety-four percent. This is gonna be a zero. He's Battlefield winning. Earth three percent. Let's go. My God. My sweet boy. Wow. wow. Let's go, Power Wash Lick, my gooch, baby. Let's go. I almost went with All About <laughs> Steve, but I was like, eh, I feel like that got 10-something. So I was like, Battlefield Earth, I feel like that was a very safe pick. All About Steve would have been so six, and movies. you would have had a perfect movie. Oh, All About oh Steve would have been a literal perfect movie. <laughs> if that happens, <laughs> I stop ass. the recording immediately, and the podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> it wow. happened once Damn before, it. or twice. Wow. It's happened twice. Mm-hmm. I should have went with my first gut. Yeah, right. dipshit. <laughs> so we have a game that I'm going to introduce now. This is a brand new game. I don't quite know how to play it just yet. Love it. I don't have theme music or anything for it. This game doesn't quite have a good title either, but it's the um, Letterboxd Guessing than... Game. Letterboxd okay. Guessing Game. So how this works is I looked up a movie on Letterboxd, mm-hmm. which I'm not familiar with at all. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to read you a review for that movie. You have to guess what it's a review of. All right? That makes sense? Here's the thing. The reviews start super vague and get more and more specific. But the (laughs) earlier you guess it, the more points you get. Does that make sense? So if you guess it based on the first review, that's 10. If you guess it based on the second review, that's 8. If you guess it based on the third review, that's 6. And then 4. And then 2. Do we understand? I like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... I'm I like that the name of the game is catchier than guess what movie Kyle's dad is describing having only watched a trailer and having never having watched a movie the game. Yeah, you're right. Here's the music. This is a game without a song. So this is a letterbox guessing game. <laughs> the reviews get progressively more and more specific, but guessing it later is worth less points. What do you guys think? How many guesses should you get? This I haven't worked out yet. Should you be able to guess at every level? Oh. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. You can guess at every level. Here we go. And I I even brought their star ratings in. Letterboxd oh. Guessing Game. What movie is this? This happened to my buddy Eric. Four stars. Uh, how many out of how many stars? Five. Super this happened bad. to my buddy Eric. Four stars. We don't stars. get anything else like year. That's the whole review. This ha- okay. I will tell you this about this. They're all one-word titles. That'll be your category for all the movies. So you can. I'm sticking with super bad. This happened to my buddy Eric. I'm gonna go with fifty-fifty. Is neither of those. Oh, wow. Next one. I like when he talked like a princess. Zero stars. Huh? Jesus. <laughs> okay. I liked what? when he talked like a princess. Zero stars. What does that even mean? So you talk Rent? like a princess, but it got zero stars. So this person is a homophobic or homophobic adjacent. 
Um, yeah, it's the homophobia that's getting me to guess rent. No. <laughs> I'm going to go with talks like a princess. Bruh. I'm going to go with enchanted. No. Next one. Pee pee poo poo. I'm the title character. I dance. Two stars. <laughs> pee pee poo poo. I'm the title character. I dance. Two stars. Pee pee poo poo. I'm the title character. The emoji movie. <laughs> and these are supposed to get more. <laughs> these are getting more, more specific. specific. Yep. What I think that's more specific than this happened to my buddy Eric. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna guess Ted. Mm-hmm. It's a one word title. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're at time for this one. Okay. Next one. This is for four points. I wasn't sure oh. if this was about mental illness. Then there was a close up of someone writing mental illness. And then I was like, oh, this is about mental illness. One and a half stars. <laughs> One word titles really screwing with me. Yeah. I'm my guess is illness. super, but that doesn't feel like it would be right. Shit. What about mental illness? This happened to my buddy Eric. <laughs> Pee pee poo poo. <laughs> oh my god, mother! <laughs> I've never seen mother. Uh, uh, midsummer? No, no, no. Hereditary. I'm gonna uh, go with midsummer. Nope. <laughs> Going on to the Let's last one for, for two points. Some people uh, a few rows behind me applauded when he said, "We live in a society." Three stars. Morbius? No. Damn, I'm out. I'm out. This one might be hard. This one, one I thought word, that would be easier. This one felt easier. We live in a society. I thought that was that Boondocks movie, but that's the Boondocks I thought it was Saints. the Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. I, I genuinely I'm going to have to go with Pass again. I don't know what We are looking is. for Joker. Paddington. Oh. Joker. The main character dances. It's about oh mental illness. God. We live in a society. Oh All right. God. I think they get easier. I believe they get this easier. This happened to my friend Eric. This happened to my buddy Eric is the, is the what I saw that's that so made funny. me start writing this whole game. All right. No, we'll do, we'll do one more. We'll do one more. I love this. I do love it. I'm going to get it. All right. This is for 10 points. Congrats to the director for making the world's first two and a half hour movie trailer. Three stars. Avatar. What the fuck? Babylon? No. This is for eight points. All caps. Are these also single? Is this also a yes, single all word title? Yes, yes, yes. All okay. caps. Them girls want to see you wiggle, boy. Four stars. The what now? The huh? Them girls want to see you wiggle, boy. Four stars. But Magic Mike is... is Oh, it's Deliverance. Magic. You're both wrong. God damn it. Damn. This is for six points. Lord, free us from the shackles of the biopic industrial complex. Then they put that emoji where it's like blowing steam out their mouth. Historically inaccurate because oh. where are the scenes of him wearing diapers and refusing to bathe? Zero stars. Jobs. 
I'm gonna go with what scene? No, hold, oh what, wait, no. What? No, no, no. Elvis. You're you're fine. No, no. You're Mike, Elvis. Mike, you no, said Jobs. Elvis. Mike, what scene no, in the Steve Jobs Elvis. movie do you think where Shut the girls want to see him wiggle? Shut Is it Shut when he's up. avoiding cancer treatment? <laughs> Shut up! I'm saying Elvis. I pick Elvis. <laughs> Damn it! I was gonna I was gonna steal your answer and say Elvis. Nah, um, I'm picking Elvis. It's mine. Oh no! What's the fucking the um. Cars. The, the fucking the Queen movie called. <laughs> What's it called? Which the one? Co- the Queen movie. The favorite. Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh shit. <laughs> oh, we, we talked about different queens. <laughs> <laughs> well, the either favorite. way, Mike is correct. It is Elvis. That is hundred percent Elvis. Yeah, dude, I'll take it. And then here's the other Elvis reviews. Basically, two and a half hours of Tom Hanks jump scares, three stars. <laughs> and the COVID must have really got to Tom Hanks' brain. That's the only explanation for what is going on here. Four stars. Yeah, dude. All that right. movie did not look good. <laughs> this is our final one, and this is the end of the entire podcast. It, right now, it is 20 to 20. Like, not even a, a coincidence. Holy Are you for real? shit. That, yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, so shit. Okay, all this. right. Here we go. I think there's a way to do this game where you can't. Like, you could both answer without me knowing, like you ride it on a dry erase board or something. You know what I mean? That way you like both on, could have said Elvis. But You could put it in the chat and say it at the same no, time? It's fine. Right. It's fine. Last one. I fuck with this movie so hard. It's such a relaxing vibe. Five stars. Hereditary for real. <laughs> <laughs> midsummer for real. It is midsummer. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! Ten points. First Let's go. Winner of the podcast. I <laughs> literally. Uh, wow. I do put those movies on in the background. Am I? I have fucked? to tell you. I have to tell you this one. The, the four point answer was. I'm already certain. I am certain that Lana Del Rey loved this movie. <laughs> it had flower crowns, love potions, hallucinogens, and sadness. She's packing her bags for Sweden as we speak. <laughs> Nice. Holy nice. Wow, what a guest to take it all down. You know what? Uh, Chris, let everyone know where to find you and what you want to promote. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, eat my ass, Mike. Uh, you can follow Ooh, that me. That was the six-point review of Midsummer, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, y'all can follow me at Chris Mejia Comedy on Instagram and TikTok, uh, at Topher Mejia, T-O-P-H-E-R-M-E-J-I-A. Uh, on Twitter and Twitch. Uh, I don't Twitch stream a lot, but I'm trying to do it more. Last couple times I Twitch streamed, we tier ranked uh, the Muppets and Looney Tunes on their bangability. So it's going to be fun shit like that. Um, yeah. Also, if you live in the Seattle area, I co-host a show called Good Comedy with the homie Bo Johnson. Uh, we have a show uh, next Sunday, February 19th, that you should come to and follow the show's page at Good Comedy Show on Instagram. Great. Very nice. Thanks so much, Mike. Thanks for being here. And uh, you. sorry you didn't win. And <laughs> <laughs> everyone knows fine. I'm at Mike Carrozza. Oh, actually, I, yeah, yeah, I have yeah. one more thing. I'm so sorry. I have one more thing. You're fine. Uh, I wasn't involved in this, but I think it's a very important show that, that as a society we need to watch. Every Sunday, 10 p.m. Central on Discovery Plus, MILF Manor, just peak cinema <laughs> reality television. You need <laughs> to watch it. Around. Please. Also, He's I want to say go birds, beat real. the Chiefs, uh, <laughs> go Philly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, thank you everybody so much Kyle for listening an Eagles fan um, <laughs> thank you everybody for listening Mike Rosa thank you for being here check out their podcast about The Bachelor 
We didn't, we get, didn't aroused. get aroused. And um, <laughs> you, get podcast. You, you watch The Bachelor and just see if anyone's hot. It's called We Didn't Get Aroused. <laughs> nope, not this there, week. Straight and, uh, up, wouldn't be surprised if there was a podcast doing that because Bachelor Nation, y'all are fucked. Oh, yeah. That's it for us. That's it for Never Seen It. Thank you to Mike. Thank you to Chris. Uh, you know, once again, come out to Lyric Hyperion on the 24th here in February or tell your friends in Los Angeles. I hope enough people come to, you know, keep doing shows. It's going to be, it's a compliment contest. We got a Parna, we got Rob, we got Jared, we got Carrie. It's going to be so much fun. Danny Jollis, I forgot to even say him up top. It's going to be wonderful. LyricHyperion.com. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Starburns Audio. Hope you have a wonderful day. Starburns Audio, a, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network.